if you have your Bibles tonight, we're going to look at various scriptures. And let me just remind you that if you do have the church app, uh, these notes are on the church app, okay? So all you got to do is just download the church app, and then you can click on the sermon outline, and you can follow with us. The sermon outline is on this church app that is available for you, and there are some words that are missing, and all you got to do is when we get to the screen, you click on that line and you type in the right words. Um, if you spell wrong, it'll auto-correct it for you. Uh, there are little blue boxes as well that if you click on there, they expand, and if you want to take additional notes, you can do that. And then all we ask you is at the end of those notes that you just email those notes back to yourself because they won't be available on the church app tomorrow, but you would have them, and we want you to have them. We want you to keep them. We want you to use them. If you have opportunity to preach, wherever it is, uh, we want you to take the, the scriptures, go over it. Those are your notes for you to keep and for you to just, uh, you know, the Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Amen. Everybody happy? All right, so let's, let's pray. Father, we thank you tonight as we come to your word that you and your word are one. You said heaven and earth may pass away, but your word will never, ever, ever, ever pass away. And tonight, Lord, I thank you for the entrance of your word that as it comes to our hearts, it brings light. Lord, that we are encouraged, we are edified, we are strengthened. Uh, God, I thank you that even comfort comes by way of the word, but more than that, I thank you that there is a faith that begins to rise in the hearts of men and women in this place, in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen and amen. All right. So tonight, I want to talk to you about overcoming power. All right. And if you look at your notes, we've got some scriptures uh, that are there. Revelation 12 and 11 says, and they overcame him. That's the devil. The people of God overcame Satan by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimonies. And they did not love their lives to the death. All right. So notice that it says they overcame. They overcame. 1 John 5 and 4 says, for whatever is born of God over." comes the world all right if you got your bibles you need to underline that word overcomes all right some people are waiting to get to heaven to be an overcomer but actually while you are on this earth we can overcome god desires for you and i to be an overcomer and then in john 16 uh, 33 it says jesus speaking he says these things i've spoken to you that in me you may have peace in the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. Hallelujah. He said, I have overcome the world. Amen. And if Jesus has overcome the world, it means you and I have overcome the world as well. Romans 12 and 21 says, do not be overcome by evil. Instead, overcome evil with good. Amen. Bump your neighbor and tell them you can overcome. 
all right? It's possible for you and I to overcome, all right? Now, I want to just say that we're living uh, in a very power-crazy world. Everybody, everywhere is hungry for power, whether it be political power, financial power, whether it be religious power, military power, whether it be uh, medical power, whether it, whether it be fashion power, social media power, all kinds of power. And we need to realize that there is a, 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 an obsession and a hunger for power. And not only that, but I also want to submit to you tonight that every person is in one way or another overcome by a power, all right? We're overcome by a power. Whether it be God's power or whether it be a demonic power, most, the most common and prevalent power that every human succumbs to is the power of sin, all right? It's part of the fallen nature of mankind. And we are, in fact, living in a very fallen world. And because it's a fallen world, by very, by very virtue of its nature, the world that we are living in today is very chaotic, and, and it's a very dark world. I mean, just we, we heard two days ago, was it two days ago, in New Zealand, a crazy demonized man goes into a mosque, and I mean, he just starts firing, killing people left, right, and center. So you need to realize that we are living in, in a very dark and a very chaotic uh, world, okay? But what I want to tell you tonight is that 2,000 years ago, uh, Jesus defeated death, hell, and the grave, and he broke the power and dominion of sin. I want you to know that tonight. And he actually, the Bible says that he actually made a public spectacle of the devil. You say, well, where does that come from? Well, Colossians 2 and verse 15, actually, in the New King James Version, verse 15 says, having disarmed principalities and powers. Okay, if you read verse 14, it says, he wiped out the handwriting of requirements that was against us, which was contrary to us, and he has taken it out of, out of the way, having nailed it to the cross. And then verse 15 says, having disarmed principalities and powers, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them in it. The Message Bible actually says it like this. Verse, verse uh, 14 says that uh, the slate was wiped clean, that old arrest warrant canceled and nailed to uh, the cross. And then verse 15 says that he stripped all the spiritual tyrants in the universe of their sham authority. I think maybe you need to just scroll down. I, I don't see that in there. Uh, get to verse 15. It says he stripped all the spiritual tyrants in the universe of their sham authority and the cross and marched them naked through the streets. Okay? That's how the Message Bible puts it. In other words, it's telling us that Jesus made a public spectacle of Satan and every demonic force and every demonic power. And it's because Jesus overcame and triumphed and because the powers of darkness were rendered null and void. I'm here to tell you tonight that the kingdom of light is far greater than the kingdom of darkness. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. 
I mean, when you go into a dark room and you flip the switch, is there a bit of a three-minute delay, a one-hour delay, a five-hour delay before light overwhelms darkness? No, instantly, all right? And that's how it is in the kingdom of God. So what I'm here to tell you tonight is that there is an overcoming power that's available to every believer, and it's available through the power of the Holy Ghost. All right. So when you look at Genesis chapter 1, when the Spirit of the Lord hovered over the face of the waters, the same power that was available there was the same power that came upon the Old Testament priests and prophets as they prophesied the Word of the Lord. It was the same power available. And then when we get to the New Testament, right, we see Jesus coming along the scene of time. And what happens? He goes to the River Jordan. He is baptized in that river, all right? He's water baptized. The heavens open, and then there descends upon him uh, uh, what looked like a dove, the appearance of a dove. And it was basically the Holy Spirit coming upon Jesus. And as the Spirit of God comes upon him, and he is empowered by the Spirit, the Bible says that he goes into the wilderness 40 days and 40 nights. And he has a demonic confrontation. He is, he, is, he is confronted by Satan. But because of that overcoming power, three times he said, Devil, I want you to know, it is written, it is written. And we can see here that always the Holy Spirit and the Word of God always go together to defeat every lie and every attack and every accusation of the, of the, of the devil, right? And then the Bible says that he returns from the wilderness now in the power of the Spirit. And the first place he goes to is the church, the synagogue, and he opens the scroll in the book of Isaiah. And then Luke 4 and 18 tells us that he says, now, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed and to proclaim claim the acceptable year of the Lord. Hallelujah. And I want you to know that every miracle Jesus ever did, he did by the power of the Holy Spirit. Every miracle that Jesus did, he did by the power of the Holy Spirit. Can we get that next slide up there? Every miracle, there it is, Jesus ever did, he did by the power of the Holy Spirit, all right? He was reliant on the Holy Ghost. He was empowered by the Holy Spirit. When he sent out his disciples to heal the sick, what did he do? He breathed on them, and they received a measure of the Holy Ghost. They were empowered, and they went healing the sick and casting out devils, and all of that kind of a stuff happened. And then after his crucifixion, Jesus told his disciples, he said, Now, wait in Jerusalem. Wait, because the promise that was promised by the Father to you is going to come upon you. And so we read in the book of Acts, 120, gather in that upper room. They praying, seeking God. And then the Bible says that suddenly in verse 1 from there, it says that suddenly there was a sound as of a 
rushing mighty wind, and 120 are baptized in the Holy Ghost. The same power that was on Jesus. The same power that came upon the Old Testament priests to prophesy. The same power as the Holy Spirit hovered over the surface of the waters was now on 120. They went into Jerusalem and turned Jerusalem upside down. Hallelujah. Peter gets up and he begins to preach. And he says, I want to tell you, you think these guys are crazy. You think they're drunk. It's only 9 o'clock in the morning. Let me tell you, this is that which was prophesied by the prophet Joel. That in these last days, I will pour out my spirit upon every flesh. Hallelujah. And so the Bible says that day, 3,000 people get wonderfully born again by the power of the Holy Ghost. And then when you read in Acts 2, 46, it says that they continued daily. How did they continue? In the power of the Holy Ghost. Everything that the early church accomplished, they accomplished because of that overcoming power that was available to them. In other words, the same power that was on Jesus was on the early church. The same power that was on Jesus, the next screen please, was on the early church. Can you say amen? And as long as they stayed in that power and walked in the power, it means that they had supernatural power available to them. And then we read in Acts chapter 1 verse 8. It says that you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, Judea, and Samaria, and the remotest parts of the earth. I looked up that word witness, and in the Greek, uh, the Greek word is martyr, uh, which we get our uh, English word martyr, but actually, when you look up the meaning of the word witness, it literally means one who sees and then who reports what happens. One who sees and then has the ability to report what happens. Hallelujah. And the ability to testify and be a witness really is dependent on your relationship with God. Your ability to walk with God. Can I tell you that that power is given, number one, so that you can walk with God, that you can be in union with God, that you can encounter God on a day-to-day -day basis. Why? Why do we need that power? Because the spirit might be willing, but the flesh is weak. And so God gives you that overcoming power so that you can spend that time with God. You can walk closely with God. He gives you that ability to be in union with God. When you are close with God, you are able to taste and see that the Lord is good. And then you can witness. You cannot witness for that which you have not seen, that which you have not tasted, that which you have not experienced. So I want to tell you that that overcoming power, yes, you can prophesy, you can heal the sick, you can do all of that. But that overcoming power that is available on the inside of you is given so that we can spend time with God. That vertical relationship that I've been talking about every Sunday morning with what's love got to do with it. That's the series that I've been speaking about. Hallelujah. Can you say amen? 
And I want you to know tonight that that power resides, that anointing, that, uh, that same power, that anointing actually abides in every one of you that are born again. Can you say amen? Look at somebody and tell them that power is in you. How do I know that? 1 John 2.20 says, but you have an anointing from the Holy One. And then when you read verse 27, it says, but the anointing which you have received from Him, where does it abide? Abides in you. Can you see that? But the anointing which you have received from Him abides in you. Lift your hands and say, that anointing abides in me. That overcoming power abides in me. That's right. 2 Corinthians 1 and 21 says, Now he who establishes us with you in Christ and has anointed us is God. And then it says, Who has also sealed us and given us the Spirit in our hearts as a guarantee. In other words, the fact that you have the Holy Ghost is a guarantee that you carry that anointing. You carry the ability, that power that is given for you to overcome in this world that we are living in. Would you lift your hands and say, I am an overcomer because of the Holy Spirit who abides in me. So now what are you empowered? What are we empowered to do? What are we empowered to do tonight? What is it? Why, why does God give us this power? Does He give us this power that we can establish the John Torrance ministry? You know, we're going to have a worldwide ministry. Oh, and what a great man of God. He's going to travel the world. And I, well, you know, that's not really why you are empowered. Let's have a look. Number one, you're empowered, number one, so that you can fellowship with God. Hallelujah. The Bible says, 1 Corinthians 3 and 16, that your body is a temple for the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit is in your spirit so that you can commune and fellowship with God. God is spirit, and you are spirit. And your spirit intertwined with the Holy Spirit enables us, gives us the power to fellowship with God on a daily basis. Can you say amen? amen. Lift your hands and say, God empowers me. He gives me the power. He gives me the anointing so that I can fellowship with Him every single day. Number two, what else are you empowered to do? You are empowered, as I said, to share your testimony with people. Hallelujah. And we know the scripture there is Acts 1.8. Number three, what else are you empowered to do? You are empowered to receive boldness and live fearlessly in a fearful world. Can I say that again? Hallelujah. You are empowered. The Holy Ghost comes upon you. Why? So that you can be as bold as a lion. The Bible says in Acts 4.29, as they were praying, they prayed and said, Now, Lord, look on their threats. Talking about the Sadducees and Pharisees and the religious people who try to, you know, squeeze them and try to stop them from doing what they were doing. They pray and they say, Lord, look on their threats and grant to your servants that with all boldness, Hallelujah. Bump your neighbor and say, God wants to give you boldness. Listen, business people need boldness, man. You're going to get married. You need boldness. Hallelujah. You're going to have children and raise children. You need boldness. Can I, can I get a better amen? Hallelujah. We are living in fearful times, man. There are some really crazy people like I mentioned. 
All right, no crazy people here, but it's really easy to get into fear. There are some people that are so fear that they won't even leave their room. You need to understand the spirit of fear is a very real spirit. But you have been empowered. We have been empowered that we might overcome the spirit of fear. God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Can you say praise the Lord? Come on now. If you listen to the news and you look at the gold and you look at the economy and you look at what's happening, you begin to fear. You're not going to, you, 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 I'm too scared to start a business. I'm, you need boldness. You need boldness to step out and take your business to the next level. Can I get an amen? So you are empowered tonight to be bold as a lion. Hallelujah. But you can look at fear and say, fear, I'm not afraid of you. I, have, I don't have the spirit of fear, but I have the spirit of power, of love, and of a sound mind. Can you say praise the Lord? What else are you empowered to do? You are empowered to confront the powers of darkness. Whether you like it or not, if you are doing the right thing and you are going great for God, you're going to confront powers of darkness. If you are sharing your testimony and you are praying for people, and you have a heart for the kingdom, and you, your heart and soul is for the kingdom, you are going to cross paths with the devil. The very first person that, that Jesus encountered after he received the power was Satan himself. Hallelujah. But you don't have to back up and be afraid. Come on. God's given you a power that is greater than any witch doctor power, that is greater than any whatever power is out there, psychic power. Come on. Mind over matter power. It's the power of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. And let me just say that you don't have to confront the devil and fight him like you're fighting him for the first time. He's a defeated foe. 2,000 years ago, he was defeated on the cross. You just have to simply enforce that power and remind him because he's a liar and he lies and he loves to accuse and point a finger and blame you and bring guilt and condemnation. But you have to put your finger back in his nose and say, devil, 2,000 years ago, you were defeated. And then Jesus put his finger in your nose and paraded you in the nude and made a public spectacle of you hallelujah come on bump your neighbor and say neighbor there's power on the inside of you to confront every demon power I don't care in what shape or size or form that demon power comes it might be in sickness it might be in poverty it might be in unemployment it might be in depression it might be in sadness it might be I don't know what it is marital problems you better put your finger up that devil's nose and remind him who's the boss and then afterwards just wipe your finger don't forget to wipe your finger come on hallelujah we're not playing games here. You've got power, Holy Ghost power. The world doesn't have power. The world doesn't have the power. I don't care if it's the president. I don't care if it's you've got a doctorate degree or whatever it is. Every power out there is subject to the power of God. Every power that is out there is subject to the power of God. And you have the power of God residing on the inside of you. Lift your hands up and say, I am an overcomer because God's power abides in me. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. What else are you empowered to do? You're not only empowered to confront every power of darkness, you are empowered to break the yoke of the devil. 
Remember, he, he is a master illusionist. He's a master liar. He's the father of all lies. But what he loves to do is to put you in a harness, to put a yoke on you, to put you so that you can are carrying a burden that you were never meant to carry. Do you know that stress is a terrible thing to have in a life? I mean, it's good in a way, but to be distressed, to be so stressed that you are distressed, and then that distress brings sickness and all kinds of calamities. Come on, you need to break the yoke of distress. Stress is good. Having a bit of pressure is good. Hallelujah. Amen. But you and I have been empowered to break the yoke of every bondage. Whatever it is. Isaiah 10, 27. And it shall come to pass in that day. What day? This day. That this burden will be taken away from your shoulder. And his yoke from your neck. Hallelujah. Come on, the devil wants to confine you, to limit you, to say, no, you'll never amount to much. You'll be like your father, like your grandfather, who was a drunkard maybe. And maybe when you look up the word poverty, you see your grandfather's name in there. And that's where the devil wants to keep you. You have to break that yoke. You have to break the yoke of poverty. You have to say, devil, it might have happened in that generation, but I've been empowered by the Holy Ghost. And to that, tonight, I'm coming against that yoke that's coming after me and much. I break that yoke. I confront that demonic power in the name of Jesus. You've got overcoming power on the inside of you. Hallelujah. What else have you been empowered to do? You've been empowered to bring healing to the sick. You are not the healer. God is the healer. Hallelujah. And so the Bible says in Isaiah 61, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. I read that. And then Luke 4 and 18, I read that to you today. And you can see that three things Jesus did. He preached the Word. He taught the Word. And then He healed the sick. Hallelujah. And you know, it's not about praying some fancy prayer and using Aramaic and the Greek word and the Hebrew word for this. It's a simple childlike prayer. Sometimes the, the best results that I've ever gotten was when like I was in a hurry and this guy asked me to pray. Okay, Jesus, thank you so much. And I, and I prayed and honestly, there, was about, there wasn't even an inch of faith in my heart. I'll be honest with you. And by the time I got home, the guy phones me and said, you don't know what happened. What happened? You died. What, what happened? I mean, I'm, I'm thinking the worst. Because there was no, fa I mean, they literally, I need to get going. This guy's bogging me down. I didn't pray with, I didn't pray using eloquence. Why? Because it's not you, it's God in you. You're not the healer. I'm not the healer. You say, well, what if they, if they don't get healed? Well, what if they do get healed? If they don't get healed, I keep on praying. And I keep on believing and I keep on confessing and I keep on declaring that my God is a healer, that he took 39 stripes, one for every major disease, and I keep believing, amen, that I have an overcoming power in me to pray for the sick. Praise the Lord. In Mark 16 and 11, what does it say? It says, and they, the disciples, they, the disciples, cast out many demons and anointed with oil many who were sick and healed them. That was in the in New Testament. Jesus hadn't even died yet. Hallelujah. The early church, man, the people were praying for the sick left, right, and center. Signs, wonders, and miracles were a common event. 
It's common. It should be common for us to see miracles. So, Friday night, we had a great time prayer meeting here, and I prayed for sick people. Just I didn't even, I didn't even lay hands on, on sick people. I didn't even lay hands on them. I didn't even lay hands on anybody. And one lady came, her foot was bandaged, and she said, Pastor, I just want to tell you, man, I've had this ulcer in my foot for I don't know how many years. She said, while you were praying, I felt like the squeezing going through my, my foot. Hallelujah. She said, for the first time in I don't know how many years, right? I don't, in five years, I've had pain. No pain. No pain. God, my foot is totally healed. It wasn't me. It's just God moving supernaturally. You're empowered to lay hands on the sick. What else are you empowered to do? I'll tell you what. You're empowered to wear the garment of praise. Hallelujah. You say, well, I can't sing. It's got nothing to do with you being able to sing. It's got to do with do you have the power to generate a melody from your heart that in the middle of persecution, in the middle where people are despising you and saying all kinds of evil about you, do you have the power to generate a melody coming out of your heart? Hallelujah. That's what it means to wear the garment of praise. It doesn't mean you're putting on some mantle or some cloak or something, uh, whatever. It means do you have, you have the power that in the middle of darkness, in the middle where everybody has left you and forsaken you, you can generate a melody coming out of your heart. Hallelujah. Isaiah 61 and 3 says, To console those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy. For mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. If you don't release that overcoming power, the, the spirit of heaviness will come on you. It's on the world. People have to have, uh, 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 you know, Johnny Walker and I don't know what else because they're heavy. There's the spirit of heaviness that comes on people to stress them out, to freak them out. I looked up the word heaviness. It means a fading spirit. That's, the, that's what the enemy wants to put on you, the spirit of heaviness, so that your spirit begins to back down. Your spirit man begins to back down. And then you think, yeah, I am going mad. Maybe I do need to commit suicide. Maybe, and, and it's a fading spirit. It's a fading spirit. That's what it is. It means to be colorless, to be dim, to be weak, to be diminished, to reduce a fire to where there's just smoke. Bump your neighbor and say, I'm not smoke. I'm, I'm fire. Come on. Come on. I'm not smoke. Ah, I, I'm not, we're not going to have smoked, uh, what is it, smoked? chicken or smoked, whatever. I want the fire, hallelujah. It's nice to eat smoked stuff, but we're not the smoke, we're the fire. Bump your neighbor and say, neighbor, I'm not the smoke, I'm the fire, I'm the real deal. Come on, come on. Ah, we're going to shake off that spirit of heaviness. God hasn't given you a fading spirit where you started well, and like Sister Nell said, we're going to end well, hallelujah. Can you say praise the Lord? And then the last thing, what else are you empowered to do? I tell you what, man, we are empowered to flow strong like a mighty river. You are empowered to flow, first of all. We are vessels that flow. Flow it means there's movement. There's movement. Jesus said in John 7, 37, he who believes in me, verse 38, out of his innermost belly, out of your spirit, man, out of your spirit, man, not my spirit, man. You've got to get it flowing out of your spirit, man. 
He's given you power, hallelujah, to generate something on the inside of you. When you get that word and that word becomes flesh and blood on the inside of you, something is released, something is generated, and it causes a flow. There's a movement, and you begin to flow. Your life begins to flow. You are flowing with God. You are flowing in the supernatural, hallelujah. You are to flow like a mighty, strong river, hallelujah. Have you ever seen a river that's flowing strongly? There's nothing that can get in its way. Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. Have you ever seen a strong flowing river that is full of bellasia and diseases and sicknesses? No, just get that river to be still for a while and then it'll attract all kinds of insects. The water, you won't be able to drink the water. It'll kill you if, the drink, if you drink the water. But as long as there is a flow in that water, hallelujah, whatever tries to come in that river is flushed out. Why? Because that river is flowing. And that's what God wants in your life, hallelujah. When you become stagnant in the things of God and you stay in the same place, you know what happens? Your life becomes a cesspool and you suddenly you start to attract everything that's demonic, everything that's bad, everything that's ugly, everything that's dim, everything that's bad and all that because, wow, there's no movement. There's no movement. But tonight, that power resides on the inside of you. Every one of you has that power. Can you say praise the Lord? I want you right now just to lift your hands wherever you are. Come on. If you can pray in the Holy Spirit, I want you to pray in the Holy Spirit. I want you to get that river. Some of you, there's been a trickle. Some of you, you've allowed the enemy to stop that flow. No, you're a mighty river, a strong flowing river. Come on. You've allowed that river to stop flowing in your marriage, to stop flowing in your business. Come on. Come on. Oh, pastor, you know, you don't know what I'm facing. Come on, you don't know the power that's on the inside of you. That same power, Romans 8, 11, was the same power that raised Christ from the dead. It's living on the inside of you. You at any time can release that power. At any given moment in time, when you decide, when you choose, you release that power. Come on, people, I want you to pray right now. Release that power, release that river. God, I thank you tonight. You said rivers of living water shall flow, shall flow, shall flow. I pray right now, let there be a release. Let the river of God begin to flow. Come on. Lord, where there's been heaviness right now, we cancel that. You have not given us the oil of sadness. It is the oil of gladness. Hey, right now, God, I thank you, Lord. We're not going to fade away. We're not going to diminish. We're not going to be a, a smoke. We used to be a fire, but now we're just a smolder. No, I thank you for fire tonight, God. But you rekindle that fire on the inside of us. Oh, an overcoming power. An overcoming power, Lord. I pray tonight, let your people move in that realm, God. Enable them to overcome tonight. Overcome whatever challenge, whatever it is that is out there. Tonight, I declare every single one an overcomer. God, we are more than conquerors tonight. Because you triumphed, we triumphed. Because you overcame, we overcame. Come on, just keep praying for just a little while longer. Hallelujah. 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 
Hallelujah. Like a mighty river. Come on, like a mighty river. Let it flow. Let it flow. Let it flow. Let it flow. Like a mighty river. Come on, let that river flow. Come on, let that fire flow. Let that faith flow. Let that joy flow. Let that peace come in. I declare peace tonight. I declare peace. Oh, no, God, I thank you right now. Where there's been troubled waters, I declare the waters to be still and calm. I declare the peace of God. Let the peace of God manifest in homes. Let the peace of God manifest in families, in marriages. Let the peace of God come into businesses right now. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. I want you to very gently just put your hand on the person on either side of you and just begin to pray for one another. Sometimes we don't know what people are going through. We don't know what they're facing. We don't know what they're what they what's what's their challenge what's their challenge but just pray right now come on come on come on yes lord yes lord yes lord oh god and overcoming power and overcoming power jesus right now let that power flow let that confidence come let that boldness god i thank you right now you've not given us the spirit of fear but of power, an overcoming power, a triumphant power. Let power, let the power of the Holy Ghost, what the early church had, is ours today. God, I pray that we would walk in it, that we would manifest it right now, right now, right now, right now. Power, power, God, release that power in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you with that power comes favor, favor. I pray for favor tonight, Lord. Favor. Let the favor of God, let the favor of God. Brother, I feel like favor is going to be multiplied to you. Not three times, not five times, but I heard the Lord say ten times. A tenfold favor. I don't know what it is that you do, but I release that tenfold favor. Tenfold favor in the name of Jesus. A tenfold favor. My God, my God. God will use you as a testimony. God will use you as a witness. There are those that said, can anything good come from this family? Can anything good come from this man? Can anything good come from this life? I declare, my God, your favor will silence the voice of every critic. Your favor will silence the voice of every accuser today. Tenfold favor. A tenfold favor. I release that tenfold favor in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, tonight. Yes, yes, Jesus. Thank you right now, God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, an overcoming power, an overcoming power, God, that I release in the name of Jesus. An overcoming power, God, not by our might, nor by our power, but by the power of the Holy Ghost. Lord, I pray today, let that power overwhelm. Let that power come upon them. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Right now, God, every obstacle that they face, every challenge. In the mighty name of Jesus, I declare breakthrough. 
a breakthrough right now. That that power comes for them to break through, God. Break through into the mall. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you for this young girl, God. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you that your hands upon her. Thank you, God, that at this early age, she will know your voice. She will know your presence. She will know the ways of God. Right now that you will overwhelm her with your love. The angels of God. The angels of God. The angels of God. Thank you, Lord, right now. An overcoming power. An overcoming power, God. I release that right now. I release that right now in the name of Jesus. Everybody stand up to your feet tonight. Come on. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lift your hands and say, Father, I thank you for your word that has come to me tonight. Faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing by your word. And tonight, faith has come. Faith has risen in my heart. Tonight, that same power that was on you, Jesus, is in me tonight, that I'm empowered to fellowship with you. I'm empowered to share my testimony, to see and report what the Lord has done. I'm empowered to confront the powers of darkness. I'm empowered right now with the garment of praise. Heaviness shall not be my portion, but right now I have the power to generate a melody that comes from my heart, that comes from my heart. No matter what I'm facing, I have the power to lift my hands and praise my God and bless my God. Tonight, I am empowered to flow like a mighty river, like a strong river. In the name of Jesus, I receive it. In Jesus' mighty name, if you believe that, give the Lord a praise offering. Thank you, Lord. Praise the Lord. Now, before we go, with every head bowed, every eye closed, you see, that power is not a power that we can buy. One time in the Bible, there was a sorcerer who thought he could buy that power. He was operating in the power of the demonic but he saw that there was a far greater power, a far greater power, the power of God. And he thought, well, if I can just buy that power, if I can just pay some money and get that power. You see, no amount of, of money will give you that power. But I tell you, that power is available to anybody and everybody. The only prerequisite is you come to know the God of this power. And you can through Jesus Christ. That's how we come. Jesus Christ is not organized religion. Some people think of church as organized religion. It sounds like organized crime, organized religion. That's the very thing that Jesus detested. So coming to Jesus is not about organized religion. It's about coming as you are. In the state that you find yourself coming to a living, loving God, and you don't have to feel shy or embarrassed. You say, but pastor, you don't know what I've done. You don't know how I've acted. God knows, and He still loves you. He still wants you. He still is open-armed, ready to embrace you and receive you.
and all you've got to do is just say yes to him. So tonight, before we go, with every head bowed, every eye closed, nobody looking around, you say, I'm here tonight, and I'm away from God, and tonight I feel I need to put right with God. Would you pray for me? And I'll gladly do that. I'll be honored to do that. All right? If you are in this place tonight and you know that your life is not right with God, as you heard Sister Nelly, I mean, listen, when you close your eyes and breathe, you're lost. That's it, man. That's it. You can't put your life right when you die. It'll be too late. You have the opportunity tonight to put right with God. You say, why? Because I don't know what tomorrow brings. I don't know if I'll be around next week. I hope I am. I hope I'll be here Christmas time. I'm not, I'm not looking to die, but that's how fragile life is. So tonight, while there's still breath and life in you, you can put right with God. Amen. So tonight, if that's you right where you are, just you want me to pray for you, just lift your hand and say, Pastor, here's my hand. I'm coming. Would you pray for me right now? Would you pray for me? God bless you, man. I see that hand. Anybody else right now? Anybody else? Don't be shy. You can come to God as you are. You can come to God as you are, as you are, as you are, as you are, as you are. You can come to God as you are. I want those of you that have your hands uplifted. And I believe there's, there's more of you tonight. I want to pray for you. Ma'am, would you come right now? Would you get up out of your seat? Walk down the aisle. Come and stand with me. If there's anybody else that needs to come, come. If you need somebody to come with you, come with them. Bring them with you. But come tonight. Come tonight. God bless you in the back. That's right. Come, 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 come. Come on, come on, come on. Come on, come on. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Welcome. Praise God. Awesome, 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 awesome. Welcome, awesome. God bless you. Welcome, welcome. Don't stand there. Welcome, sir. Awesome, awesome. Praise God. Forgiveness was bought with Thank you, Lord Jesus. Stretch your hands out right now. Listen, there are things happening. People are weeping right now. This man is weeping right now. Come on, stretch your hands. This is awesome. This is the miracle of all miracles here tonight. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Come on, everybody. Just keep praying right now. Keep praying. Keep praying. Keep praying. Keep praying right now. Keep praying right now. Keep praying right now. Keep praying right now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you tonight, God. I just bring every one of these precious people to you tonight, God. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. I break every shackle of the enemy. Every lie right now. Every form of convict of condemnation. Lord, right now, every lie of the enemy. In the name of Jesus. That you love them. And you've got a precious plan for them. Jesus' mighty name. I want Causey, come, come on. I want some of my leaders to come and just stand next to them. Those of you that are here tonight, I want you just to say these words after me, all right? Everybody help them pray. If you're watching online and you're inviting Jesus into your life, here I am. Might be a bit short, but here I am. If you, you, you are Inviting Jesus, I need you to pray this prayer. All right, everybody, let's pray this prayer. Heavenly Father, I come to you tonight in Jesus' name, just as I am with all of my faults, 
all of my failures and all of my sin, and I say yes to your amazing love. Thank you for never giving up on me. Tonight I come. I give you my heart. I give you my life. I give you my everything. I give you my all. Thank you for cleansing me, forgiving me. I receive eternal life and the forgiveness of all of my sins, and I'll never be the same from tonight. I belong to you and the family of God. My life is changed in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Wonderful. Those of you that are in the front, we got some things for you. If you can follow them, they're just going to keep you five minutes, all right? Just go with them, all right? They want to give you something. They want to bless you, and uh, that's wonderful. I, d I just realized now I've got two microphones. Isn't that amazing? Josh, I only realized I've got two. <laughs> I don't know. Are you listening through this one or through that one? I don't know what it is, but anyways. Father, as we go our various ways, thank you that you go before us in Jesus' mighty name. Come on, I want you to go out in that power. You're going to have an overcoming, powerful week in Jesus' name. You are blessed. All right, you are blessed.